guys, it's the Lone Wolf here, and I'm back with another episode of the Lone Wolf Podcast. Um, so, if you hear any, like, background noise, straight up, um, I have people over as of this recording, and, uh, uh, my computer is on because I needed to be on loop for something, so, uh, there's that to consider, and, um... You know what? Let's talk about Eternals. Okay, I wanted to talk about Animaniacs Season 2, but I don't know. I guess, sure, let's let's talk about Animaniacs because, let's just face it, we all know that Eternals is going to get discussed the week after. I really don't care. Um, I mean, it doesn't really matter because, you know, next week would be Eternals, and then the week after would be... Hawkeye, aka my birthday week, and yeah, by then it will be already December, so, um, yeah, Animaniacs, season two, um, first and foremost, I'm doing this episode alone, yay, I don't know, again, I've been really busy and really lazy lately, and, um, didn't want to bother asking anybody, so do as you will, I don't, I don't know, this, this season of Animaniacs downgraded, um, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, I'm just, it just feels like it's supposed to be better, and it didn't feel better, like, yeah, there was, there was, like, excessive amounts of meta humor, and everything, and I think that's the whole point of it, um, but I don't know, it just felt like, oh, like, you started off with this reboot with a bang, and then you were just picking up where you left off and continuing it, like, I get it in the long run, yeah, you're kind of supposed to binge watch the show, but, I don't know, after waiting, like, a whole year, I, uh, I just expected a little bit, you know, I, I, I expected a grand return, or some updates, if you will, but it looked like, it, it, it looked like the quality from season one, um, the, the, um, the visuals for the opening didn't change for season two. Which I'm like, I thought they would at least do that considering they kind of did with the original Animaniacs show. I believe it was like seasons 1, 3, and 5. They updated visuals and like, you know, it's animation. You should be able to update your visuals instead of like, da-da-da-da. But uh, what do I know? I just know weirdly weird knowledge amounts of cartoons. I don't, I know. Yeah, I, I just thought they would, like, update the visuals for season two, at least the opening, because, you know, we waited a year, and, you know, like, we want something new, and, like, yeah, new is a new content, but, like, come on, at least update the main visuals, man. Like, if anime openings can do it, so can, so can Western cartoons, but what do I know? Really, what do I know? So, yeah, other than that, it, 
the whole time I was watching it, right, I got weirdly invested into Pinky and the Brain. Now, if you haven't listened to last year's Animaniacs episode, um, to put it simply short, I, Pinky and the Brain is now my favorite. Um, it's, it's not my, they're not my favorite duo, but, but this season made me like them for some weird reason. And I had to like mind boggling check if I'm if I'm if I'm okay, considering the fact yeah I watched this around like one a.m. because I tried to pull an all nighter and failed miserably. Um, uh, yeah, I just I'm like oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish watching Animaniacs season two, and there was a surprisingly a long like like a good portion. Of the episode was dedicated to Pinky and the Brain, and of course the Warner Brothers and the Warner Sister. Um, I just like I'm like thinking, is it just me, or did Pinky and the Brain get a little bit more screen time than season one? Um, which which was just my back brain burner thought thinking about it. I'm like, um, like you know, like season two, right? They kind of. You know, they're, they kind of, like, hinted at, you know, other characters returning. And there was, like, a new character that I completely... No, I didn't forget. I just remember just now. It was the gnome that was in the mouth. Um, Yeah, a gnome just living in people's mouths. Yeah, that that's not creepy at all. And then you got... um. The girl, I think it was Cindy and the alien or something like that, but that didn't last long either. I don't know, like, I feel like the Warner, the Warner Brothers, you know, Yakko, Wacko, and Dot, have been getting less screen time, and this is what happens when you split everything up. Because I'm the Animaniacs, not Animaniacs, that's the, that's the title of the show. So the Warner siblings has like six to seven minutes worth of screen time. Pinky and the Brain gets twelve to thirteen, and you know you have the Warner Brothers having like one to three minutes after Pinky and the Brain. I wish they didn't do that because that just makes me feel like that just makes me think, oh, Pinky and the Brain has surprisingly a little bit more screen time than the Warner siblings which I'm not sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing I don't know I didn't grow up with this show I wish I did but I didn't I didn't watch this when this show was on Netflix because I didn't want to bother reading the synopsis and everything like that um and I'm like I don't know how many people actually like pinky in the brain I don't what I do know is is that this is just an excuse for Rob Paulson to get more money because he voices two characters and surprisingly got two solos in this season, which is a lot. Like, I'm happy that Jess Harnell got, uh, you know, a solo. Dot didn't have any solos, but she had, I think, two in season one. So I guess that balances everything out. I don't know. Um... I don't know, like, Yakko has been surprisingly the star of of this season. Um, I'm not sure if that's concerning or not. He is the older sibling. I don't know what the writers are on. I don't know. What I, what I do know is that 
you know, he does voice, you know, Pinky. So, in a way, he technically got more money because, you know, more lines mean more money and everything like that, even though he's part of the Animaniacs crew. I don't know. It just seems like the whole time, like, this is going to be a joke done wrong. But I was thinking, right? I was thinking, like, oh, this is just an excuse for, this is just a chance for Rob Paulson to have more money because he got, he did more lines. He probably has the most lines out of everybody in the cast. So, like, um, Marcel, forgot his last name, the one who does Brain, Jess Harnell, who does Yako, Wacko, my bad, and then, you know, Tress McNeil, that does Dot, um, you know, all those lovely voice actors and actress, um, but it seems to me that Rob Paulson just has a lot of lines this season. I'm not sure that's concerning or concerning. Because, you know, it's voice acting. Even though it's technically the most difficult job you can maybe think of, among other jobs. Like, I I do believe that voice acting is incredibly difficult. Because you're trying to, you know, disguise your voice to make sure it's not your own. And, you know, Rob Paulson does a brilliant job. Because, you know, he voices, um, you know, Yakko and Pinky. And I'm just, like, thinking, like, I get it's difficult. I get that you're trying to disguise two, like, multiple voices, which, you know, is a very, you know, difficult thing to do. Oh, yeah, I forgot. He also, Rob Paulson also does, um, Mr. Dr. Scratch and Sniff. There we go. So, I'm just, like, thinking, would it kill the writers to have the other voice actors who are on this show to have more lines other than Rob Paulson? I, I don't know what's the deal here, but it sounded like Rob Paulson just has just been having a lot more lines this season. Um, and, you know, because, again, he does Pinky and Yago. And, again, like, Pinky in the Brain, even though I surprisingly loved... Well, I didn't surprisingly love it. I was just unexpectedly surprised at the amount of character development Pinky in the Brain gotten this season even though we were kind of teased for you know other characters to come back like I wanted you know Slappy the Squirrel and her niece you know Rita and I forgot the dog's name already Good Feathers See, this is why I should bring back the other characters so I actually can remember them all instead of, you know, the Warder siblings and Pinky and the Brain. But yeah, again, it just feels like Pinky and the Brain and, you know, the Warner Warner siblings has just been getting a lot of the limelight lately. Um, And I'm not And even though people might say, oh, blame COVID, blame COVID for animation and all that. Um, Blame... If I'm going to blame anybody, it would probably be Hulu, and to an extent Warner Brothers, uh, just for like the time and maybe budget put on Animaniacs, because like, you know, like Warner Brothers, they deal with DC, Hulu, they deal with anything else, but Animaniacs, like Hulu just has a lot of projects going on. And everything and like you know they're more catered they're more they're more willing to put their money on live action stuff 
bra. And, you know, like, you know, cartoons, animation, you think it's such an easy thing. It's not. It's it's a labor of love. And, like, just a lot of things just put into it. And it didn't, for me, when I watched it, and also I watched this in the middle of the night, so there's that to consider. Yes, when you are watching things, it does really impact your opinion on it. Um, and when I'm thinking, like, this doesn't feel great i didn't had a good time watching it i none of the jokes really slapped it on for me that 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 that, that sounds weird the jokes didn't land for me the songs were surprisingly catchy uh maybe i don't know maybe for pinky in the brain no musical numbers because that that just felt weird like i get it they're supposed to be funny but um, maybe don't do them, like, uh, no, like, I know, like, let's just be, let's just be honest here, I don't think Brain can sing, he, he, he's a genius, but he doesn't know how to sing, he sounds, he, he sounds like he has no harmony, and I cannot take him seriously as a singer, in my opinion, um, which, no disrespect to the voice actor, who does him? It's just that every time I hear that song that made them popular in the 70s or whatever, I'm just like, I, uh, what What am I listening to? Really, what What the heck am I listening to? So, I don't know, I just feel like they should have put more love into season two. And it, 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 just, it just feels stale, is that it? I don't know, and people might argue with me and say, like, oh, season two is, like, really, really good. It's, like, the best one. It's better than season one and everything. And it just, it had enough variety and balance that I would, you know, consider funny. Also, um, take this an excuse or I don't know. I, I, I didn't, I wasn't necessarily in a need for a laugh. I wasn't, I was just really lazy and sad and all that. So, yeah, not gonna lie, when you're watching something, you're, and if you're in a bad mood, you're probably not gonna like anything, or you are gonna like it, and you need the pick-me-up, or you don't. It really depends on you. Um, so, taking all the factors into my personal watching experience, which was, Watching it in the middle of the night, trying very, very hard to sleep but can't, and me just feeling like really lazy and sad and slightly unmotivated to do anything, you know, in a way watching it was kind of a chore, even though I do love the Animaniacs franchise a lot, it it just felt stale. Maybe if I'm in a better mood, I might enjoy the show a little bit more, Um, but no, yeah, I, I'm just, like, thinking the whole time, I'm, like, what is, what is this that I'm watching? And the fact that this show ended on a cliffhanger, um, it didn't feel like it, even though I saw, like, on Wikipedia and Hulu, <laughs> that, oh, like, this show ended, like, this season ended off on a cliffhanger, and I'm, like, wait, what? Like, wait, what? It, it, it felt, like, it felt weird. It felt, like, like, it felt really, really open-ended, and, and this show is gonna get a season three, 
It's already been confirmed already. The show is getting a season three. Apparently, we are going. We are finally going to discover what the Warner siblings are actually are. Even though in the show Bible or Pitch Bible, I think they are their own um, species of cartoon or like their own species, and it's like cartoonist kind of something. Oh no, there's like 107 facts you need to know about Animaniacs, and they mentioned the show Bible and everything like that. Um, so. Yeah, I don't know. The humor just didn't hit for me. Maybe it will hit to people who actually grew up with this show. I Half the humor I didn't get. Half the humor I didn't find interesting. It was weirdly weird. It was weird for Pinky and the Brain to get character development. Even though they tried to take over the world like 13 times this season. Um, I'm like, okay. Like, at least their efforts are getting better, but, like, Brain is a genius. He should have figured out how to take over the entire world by now and should have multiple backup plans in case his initial plan fails. Does that make sense? Like, you're giving a, a mouse... Like, like he's the he's supposed to be like genius on par with Einstein, right? And yet he doesn't know how to take over the world, and he keeps failing to do so. Like, I'm like, okay, by season three, if he actually doesn't take over the world, I can't really take him as a leader or or someone who dominates the entire- I can't- I can't take his plan seriously. And yeah, they bring in the jokes with, you know, the whole dictators and everything like that. And I'm just like, uh, okay. Sure, okay. I don't know, like, I wanted more variety out of season two. And we got enough of- not that- not that much at all? I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, it did- it did feel like a continuation- not necessarily something different. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm saying weirdo, weirdo stuff right now. The point is, I rate this a 7, 6, maybe 6.5. Because I just didn't find it entertaining. I only found the songs entertaining in the short where Yakko interacts with the animator because that reminded me a lot, like, you know, what Bugs Bunny did uh, back in, like, what, 2017? I mean, there are, like, multiple versions of that, but yeah. Um, the Looney Tunes cameos were very, very interesting. There was a reference that um, Daffy Duck made in a, a cameo. Pepe Le Pew made a cameo. And apparently there's... Apparently Pepe Le Pew is a very controversial Looney Tunes character. Which I didn't know until now. Um, yeah, Daffy Duck was very interesting. Um, yeah, his cameo was really interesting. And I'm like, okay. Okay. I see you. Looney Tunes. Not Looney Tunes. Warner, make him a model or something. Make him the spokes model 
for a brand in collaboration. I don't care what it is. Um, the Daffy Duck collection with Gucci or something like that. <laughs> I am just making up stuff. Um, I was gonna say something weirdly upsetting about Pinky and the Brain, but I completely forgot. Or like, I'm not sure if it was a joke or not. Uh, oh yeah, um, can we make Pinky and Brain a couple now, please? I get that they're best friends, but like, come on, the, the, the amount of synergy they have really makes me think of a, a, a relationship between two men. Um, yeah, just make them a couple already. Like, 20 years can go by really, really fast. And, like, come on, like, like you don't feel anything for knowing someone for, like, 20 years? And it's okay, because both, well, not, not Maurice, the actor. But I know Jess Harnell and Rob Paulson played a gay couple in Looney Tunes. They were mice, but surprisingly looked like Jerry. I don't know, the whole time when I was think when I'm watching like Pinky and the Brain, right? Half the time I'm like thinking, just be a couple already. Come on. Like I get they're best friends, but like if you if you're like together like twenty four seven and always trying to like take over the world and like you know, like you care for each other and everything like that, come on, like you have to be more evolved than best friends, right? Am I am I thinking too much? I know it's, I know it's animaniacs and everything and due to like censorship, whatever that means, you can't really show a gay couple in a cartoon, even though they they did that with Run Rabbit's Run, a Looney Tune movie that was created in twenty fifteen starring Lola Bunny and they had two mice that I forgot their names, but I know they were voiced by Rob Paulson and Jess Harnell. Um, and you know, like, Queer Force or something like that, that the, 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 the show that's on airing on Netflix right now, like, for Animaniacs, like, it, it should be easy, right? Unless there's, like, a bunch of censorship and laws and contracts that I'm just not aware of, of saying, like, note, Pinky and the Brain must not be depicted on cu- as a couple in their shorts for whatever reason. I don't know what the reason can be, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was a contract based listed on that. I don't know, I'm just like, yo, get together already. Or just, like, they act like a married couple. I wish I wasn't kidding. Um, at least Brain's a little bit more nicer this season. I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, th- I'm really thinking, yeah I, uh, yeah, I don't know, like, I don't mind, like, a gay relationship depicted on screen, it, it, um, what's it called, it, like, as long as, like, like, I, context matters, okay, let's just, yeah, like that, like, I don't mind if a gay couple is kissing in the background, in a scene or a shot or whatever the case may be as long like you know context is important like they're kissing 
each other at a parody of a Starbucks cafe outside the store. They're just having a date. Nothing wrong with that. You know, if they're holding hands, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, they're holding hands and running away from, like, something that, you know, Animaniacs has probably created. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with two mice holding hands with each other. Okay, yeah, at that point, I'm just really thinking too hard and too deep, and I know for a fact they're not going to do it because... It's Hulu! I don't know what they do. All I know is that probably due to censorship and, you know, the fact that Animaniacs is geared towards kids, I don't think even hand-holding between two mice will ever be possible. Ugh. Um, yeah, so this season, I find it extremely underwhelming. I don't know why. The only thing that slaps is probably the music. I wish there was more variety, but no, we end up having... The same thing, and I can't tell if that's annoying or annoying. I wish more Animaniacs characters show up, and actually the ones from the 1990s show. You know, the original. You know. And Chicken Boo doesn't count. I like Slappy the Squirrel, Minerva Mink. Just kidding, they're not gonna put her in. Um, The Good Feathers. Rita and whatever the dog's name is. I will watch the original sooner or later. I just haven't completed it yet. Uh, Mindy and... Is the dog named Bark? You know, the dog that is always trying to save Mindy because Mindy is a, you know, a child that doesn't know how to do anything because she's a toddler. Um, you know, more characters, more shorts, no, like... Not gonna lie, I do want less Warner Brothers and Pinky in the Brain, okay? We need variety, I need variety, man. Like, I don't mind the musical numbers. I don't mind the taking over the world plot every single night for no apparent reason. Like, I don't mind that, but come on, like, it's season two. You would think they would do something a little bit drastically different, but no. Just no. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just wish there were, like, more characters instead of, like, you know, the typical ones, um, and not gonna lie, Nora, the female CEO of Warner Brothers, yeah, she's, she's meh, she's meh, I don't like her, like, I just have no, no feelings towards her. That I can rant about in this episode. But then again I am trying to stop for time. So there's that to consider. Anyway if you enjoyed this white noise of an episode. If it sounded like that. Okay here we go. Um, yeah. Really these are just my thoughts on you know season 2. I hope season 3 gives a little bit more variety. Please. Um, it just feels the same. It really just feels the same from here. Um, With that being said, again, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please share it around to anybody who just wants to listen to someone talk about Animaniacs for 30 minutes. I don't know. Like, you know, if they have hot takes, get them riled up or something. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Anyway, um... 
yeah, again, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you enjoyed it, please share to people who might be li- who might be interested in this sort of thing. If not, give them free white noise. I don't know what everybody likes nowadays, so there's that to consider. Um, if you want to follow me on social media, you can do so at the Lone Wolf Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, business email inquiries, questions, comments, concerns about podcasting, this podcast specifically, my hosting abilities, or just any questions about podcasting, or if you want to do having a conversation with me, I'm always open for that. My business email is down below at wolfthelonid at gmail.com. I have a podcast where I try to talk about the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime franchise as a whole, only it's kind of failing now because I haven't done an episode last week because I've just been so lazy and I don't want to do anything right now. Like, it, it's a case of the laziness, right? Where it just hits you one day and then you just don't want to do it. I'm probably the only one who's probably feeling this way because everybody I know just seems to be so motivated and I cannot seem to do that. I would search up how to be motivated and nothing works for me. So, um, yeah, I I will try to post an episode, though I will sometime this week, but for Critical Yu-Gi-Oh! or for any episode of that matter, um, yeah. I think that's all I have to say. Oh, wait, I have one more thing. My bad. If you want to financially support this podcast, there's a link down below, um, listener support, where you can click on the link. You can donate a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars every month. You can cancel it at any time. Um, just maybe cancel after your first month. That way, you know, people do actually support me. If you want me to start a Patreon... I will, I just want the, I just need the demand for it, and then maybe I'll do it, but for now, I'm just depending on the listener support link, because, um, I'm lazy, and Anchor provided everything for me, thank you, Anchor, so, um, yeah, but I get it, Uh, if you're not financially able to do so, or you just don't want to, again, the listener support link is optional, but it, it would be nice. It would be nice. Again, however, if you are lazy to do so, you don't have the money, you don't want to spend your money on me, which is, again, understandable, um, just listen to all my episodes. They're all monetizable. Um, you can just listen to them back to back. I do get money from just people listening to me, so uh, there's that to consider. And... Yeah, with that being said, I will howl at you guys later, and please stay safe.